Welcome back to the Dad Pack Podcast. You have your usual host. As always, let's start it. Before I get into this part of the conversation, if I offend you, it's because I meant to. Here we go. So a a younger generation person than me, I'm in my 30s, younger generation. I don't know what this, what's the younger generation called? I'm a millennial, an elder millennial. I'm not an actual millennial. Let's just call them turds. Yeah, okay, the turd, the generation X, Y, <laughs> whatever they are. T. Uh, this, is, this is a high schooler. So we got into a conversation and we were talking about what is the best Star Wars out there. Like this best <laughs> Star Wars movie out of the nine trilogy, like the whole nine movies. Empire Strikes Back. This, oh, hold on, Jordan. This young man. Tells me it was the last three that just did. <laughs> the, the last three that they just made, he told me those were the best three movies. So that's, that's the one. That's Bro. the one dude that thinks that. There, you found <laughs> the one human being that actually thinks that that trash. So, hold on, hold on, hold on. The cartoons are better than that. Hold on. We're, oh, the cartoons are better than that, but here's the interesting part. I'm going to ask you guys, what is your best three out of the three? Did you like the, the very beginnings with the, the, you know, the Skywalker saga? Did you like the, the one through three or are you guys the six through nine? What do y'all? Oh, A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back. Okay, Return of the right? Yes. Okay. I knew you were going to say that because I'm going to tell you now, I like one through three. Oh, are you used you to that? A piece of heart, hot garbage. Oh, hold on. I'm going to explain you to you why this works. Hold on. Hold on. Are you There's used a, to... Are you, are you surely you're used to it by now, right? Am I used to what? Being wrong. Of you course. To, at this you, point, you, <laughs> you're, we've you're, already got into it with no... the AT, AT, ACST. Okay, so here we go. <laughs> That's a hot take, sir. You got there. That's a hot take. That's a big hot take of a steaming turd, sir. So here's the interesting <laughs> thing about this, right? Look at the generations and then look at the movies that were made for. The the original three were made in y'all's time at time like that when you guys got to go to the movie theaters. That was when you guys were there, right? I'm not calling you old. I'm just saying it was built for y'all's generation. We were born on every I didn't, one that released. Right. I didn't get to see those when they first came out. I got to see one through three. So those were built and geared for me. Like those were built with the high. Like those have the biggest and best lightsaber fights. The, CG the biggest track? battles in there. Oh, it was absolutely with CGI garbage, especially the whole Jar Jar Binks I mean, thing. That is yes, that, that, that is trash. That is, uh... That yeah. crash. But you can't tell me the lightsaber them. tools weren't better than any other part of the whole, the entire saga. Okay, the they're entire playing, they're so playing with their lightsabers. So, they're playing with them. Jordan, the the trash talk was back, better in the original. The trash talk was bringing better. Bringing back no Kenobi. Talk. They're bringing back Kenobi just so they can fight again. That's how good it was. <laughs> that is. That, that's how good it was. They're bringing them back just so they can fight again. They're bringing back the original character who, both the original guys who played Anakin Skywalker really? and what? It, this is embarrassing for you. Please this stop. is not. Okay, but hold on. The new generation kid, he liked the new movies. So what does that tell you? I think that it's it's more of a sign of the generations that that generation of movies was made for him it and geared for him. A sign that the Lord is coming soon. It's almost over. <laughs> it's almost over. What are we horsemen are coming talking about? I think it was no. the best Star Wars. Yeah. Jar Jar Binks. They should was have terrible. Freaking- banned it they should have banned them from coming out they should have taken them back off the shelves and said no 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 star wars no no are you telling me right now that you think that the lightsaber fights in the originals were better than the the i'm telling you that that a kid with a cell phone nowadays can make a better lightsaber show who cares it's a it it's is part of the Skywalker the, trilogy. The, the whole the, series. It's bro. about the movie. It's about the it's about story. The movie. Yeah. It's a gr- it, it no, is. no, no, no. That in that sense, I agree with you. The best movie telling, the storytelling, was in the original for sure. Tell but I'm saying Vader the best action wasn't terrifying. Oh, it was absolutely, absolutely. as a kid to this day. Yeah, terrifying. absolutely. Uh, Darth Maul was good too. Don't give him look. It, that dude is awesome. He was only he one. He had a double lightsaber. So once again, we're talking about lightsabers, right? Bro, but the way he that, looked, but that was the only thing that awesome. stuck about it. That's the only thing that stuck out. The, the, we had Mace face. Windu was... come at me with purple lightsaber power, bro. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? That man was awesome. 
I got y'all there. Y'all can't say nothing there. Who, who, who is the fact that Samuel L. Jackson was in a Star Wars movie and didn't curse kind of pissed me off. I was that like, is true. Can we talk about snakes in a plane on this or something. Can we can we do something here? Two Lose movies it. actually. He was two movies and didn't do it. Yeah. And come on, bro. And there was a Yoda lightsaber scene that was all CG that was really good. Yes. That is all. I can go without it. It's okay, so hold on. Let's trash. rank them then, right? So if, if we had a power rank between the three of us, I'm going to say episode one through three is probably higher up for me, but the you know the middle the, the middle's there. The originals are there. There's no reason it. they didn't start with one. You know they didn't start with one. There's a reason right. they didn't because it's I'm just trash. saying my, my point here is that I think that every three episodes was made for different generations. That's why all three of us generations all argue like this with the different with the different movies. Because when I tell you this kid was getting into my face, I'm like, no, no, Ray was it. And Ray, I'm like, Ray? Oh my God. Ray? Ray didn't even know how to use a free... How did she just figure it. out how to use the they, force? Yeah, what are you talking yeah, about? She, with no training. About, yeah. A weak version of Han Solo. You're talking about just... It's just a remake, and it was a crap remake. It's the same crap over and over again. If you want to see it, watch the first ones. So you remember how Ray, spoiler here, Ray went and healed Ben Kenobi, uh, or Ben Skywalker, sorry, Ben Skywalker with like her force healing or whatever. I saw a meme the other day and it was like, um, it was Qui-Gon Jinn looking over at uh, Obi-Wan like, you could have saved me, bro. It's true, actually. Hold on. I thought, I How did Ray this. figure that out? And Obi Wan didn't. Are you serious? Come on, man. That was a better series than the ones you're talking about. I liked. Uh, <laughs> I liked Ray. I thought that it was. Um, so when it starts it, out, it was the she... worst choreographed lightsaber fights and battle scenes I've ever seen. Oh, oh, it was oh, terrible. Oh, lightsabers. Oh Quit playing God. with your dinghy. I'm sorry. Dinghy. If you take away the lightsabers, then what is Star it's Wars? Epic tale. Yeah. Great oh. story. One of the greatest just, stories of all time. Are you serious? I, 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 I agree that it is a great story, but the, the lightsabers and the force powers are 100% why it's as big as it is. Yeah, right? It's the idea. There's lore behind it, and I love it all, too. Yeah, absolutely. At, look, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying that yeah. if, you had, if you just put a lightsaber up in the air, everyone knows what that is. Like, I don't it know. Is what it is. Whoever brought Jar Jar Binks into this is 100% can, can should have been fired man, whoever yes, rendered that yes, thing together fire him, <laughs> fire him and, and, and shame him like make him walk the shame shame shame, shame. The bell. <laughs> the, the, come on man yeah you guys ever seen the, the TV show Ted Lasso negative no, no. Uh, for, for those of you that have the uh, the lady who owns the the uh, the soccer club in Ted Lasso is the lady who was walking behind uh, Cersei saying shame looks completely different doesn't even look the same human being but it is the same person I thought it was wild of me uh, sorry in my house mo movie watching is a sport in my house so I think Sigourney Weaver does a phenomenal job of looking absolutely horrible and then absolutely gorgeous <laughs> yes yes just I right. mean it it's amazing you'll just be like wow this this is just a hideous looking woman what is going on and then it'll be wow she's a knockout huh. <laughs> oh that's the chick who okay i didn't know who you were talking about how to look going this, is an alien. <laughs> alien. <laughs> this is a different generation so i know your movies from your generation you can't go back well you've lived it jordan <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> that's not fair. No, that's totally fair. I'm, I'm horrible at knowing actors. I'm horrible at knowing actresses by the top or actors by the top of their name. Like unless it's like Will Smith or something like that. I don't. Yeah, I don't know all of them. So I know a few, but no, she's she's a big time actor. Absolutely, she's Courtney Weaver. Yeah. Now that I see her face, she was in Avatar too. Yeah, that's one of the yeah mm -hmm. one of the main yeah. ones. She did. Actually, they're about to bring in a second one back, which I don't know. What I'm excited for, but I guess. How many of you guys watched that movie and went? Oh, yeah, bang the blue. Don't thing. say it. Don't <laughs> say it. <laughs> Avatar tales in the know, night. In the wheelchair. Good for you, bud. You, you, you go, bud. <laughs> it's because it's Zoe. Zoe saw your hair up. <laughs> 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 I 
could be a blue person. Yeah. They kind of did it and rode their horses the same way, right? Yeah, like they just exactly. tied their hair together. You, 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 you touch tips. You touch tips. <laughs> oh my god! Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think do. we wanted to um, take a minute. Just every time I say take a minute, it I don't know why, but. It, take a minute, just sit right there. I'll tell you how I became a prince of Belair. Like, is is that ringing a bell? No? Okay. Just sit right there. <laughs> oh, wait, no? You no. Gonna, uh, no? Okay. With DJ Jazzy Jeff. No? Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Mm-hmm. So we, we don't get enough of Jordan, I think. And we've For talked sure. about a few things about Jordan, but we have never gone in depth about it. Jordan? About him. Tell us yeah. about your leg or lack oh, about of that, like, leg. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we brought this up like episode three, but we haven't just, it's like been 20 episodes since the last time we talked about it. <laughs> and it's been mentioned a few times, you know. <laughs> That's right. Rocking the compression sock. You don't worry. Um, yeah. So basically, yeah, I'm just going to go through that. And it's a tale of kind of failure on my part and then triumphing over. A very serious situation. So, like Star Wars. Oh yes, okay. but no, no lightsaber. So Joey's not going to like it. I mean, you don't got a lightsaber. Ray, Ray's <laughs> the one who triumphed here. You know what I mean? Like Luke <laughs> didn't do it. No one else did it. A freaking Ray did it. Stop it. <laughs> Disappointing. Like Ray. Anyways, I know you good. like Ray. You know, I, I, know, I thought it. she was pretty good. I get it, bro. I'm just saying. Could you not have it in the main <laughs> characters do it? You want to get this little? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jordan. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Why is she going to be the hero that did it? Why? But uh, so this happened uh, in 2020. March 19th is when I started noticing uh, redness on my leg. What do you think it was? I thought it was poison ivy because I'm ginger as all get out. (laughs) And I've totally gotten poison ivy from my backyard before. So I already had steroid cream. So I was like, just put steroid cream on it. I already got it. I got this in the bag. For reference, Jordan kept sending me pictures of his leg that was swelled. Red, <laughs> like with red dots all over it, and it was swelled and it looked weird. And I kept going, I don't remember, like I've had poison ivy, I don't remember hurting as bad as you're saying, and I don't remember it looking like that, but okay. Like, God, he was like, it No, I'm ginger, itch. you don't it know. And I was itch. like, Oh, okay, yeah, it hurt, it didn't itch. Um, so yeah, basically, that night I woke up at like three o'clock in the morning and I just had a massive fever. My leg was burning up, starting to pass out. My leg kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Blisters started to form. And so by the fourth day on the 23rd, I had enough. Uh, This is where I failed. I didn't want to go into the hospital. I didn't want to get medical attention because I didn't want to pay for it. I'll just be honest. Yeah, I hear you. Can we also mention just one other thing? Cool. This is the beginning of COVID. Yes. Um, Oh, yeah. yeah. And they had shut down everything the, the the day of the 23rd is is the day of the shutdown for here uh where oh, i live okay. so my wife was at work and she has a job where i can't just be like hey come on i only call in emergencies but i didn't i, I did call her eventually <laughs> after this little next little part i basically was like all right i had enough i'm gonna go to a care now place they'll probably just give me some steroids i'll be fine i get my mom to pick me up I can barely get my leg into her CRV. It was that big? You couldn't get it into the car? It, it couldn't bend because at this point it had uh, swelled above my knee. Um, so Serious poison ivy. It's some serious poison <laughs> ivy, baby. That's right. And, and the doctors made fun of me, so I'll, I'll get into that too. So from there, we, we make it to the canal place. I go in there and they go, within five minutes, go, we can't treat you. You need to go to the ER right now. I was like, can you at least patch me up where I'm not oozing out my leg real quick, though? And so they patched me up, barely got into the car again, uh, called my wife, said, hey, I got to go to the ER. Uh, We decided on a hospital. So it was the community hospital here. My mother drove me to the entrance of the ER because at this point, no one could wait with me or anything. They just had that. All they could do is drop me off. Someone came with a wheelchair because they saw that I couldn't walk (laughs) at this point. They wheeled me into the ER check-in area. And that's where they kind of get like your basic vitals and stuff. And I checked in, said, oh, I think it's poison ivy. I was, I was still stuck on the poison ivy. Uh, I was in denial. So from there, my heart rate was at 154. Ooh, resting? Yes. 
thing. What does that mean? I don't know what that is. That, that's really high. Okay. They they immediate like General Brian. There was people in the like waiting 100. room, all tons of people, and they immediately, immediately, <laughs> got me into a room. They go, "Oh my gosh, your heart rate's one fifty four," and someone came right behind me and put me in a room, and that scared me. From there, the ER doctors came in rather quickly. Made fun of me because I said it was poison ivy, and they're like, uh, no, that's not poison ivy. Took pictures, laughed, and then uh, they started running tests. The first series of tests took two to three hours. At that third hour, they basically were like, hey, you're admitted. And still at this point, I was like, oh, they're just going to you know, hook me up with some hardcore antibiotics. You know, I'm just going to stay a couple days. Uh, another hour rolls on by. I'm asking, like, why haven't I been moved to my room yet? Another group of doctors walk in shortly after that, and literally, my wife had just made it to the parking lot with my stuff, and at that point in time, you were allowed one visitor, and as soon as those doctors came through the door, all over the hospital intercoms goes, due to pandemic protocol, there are no more visitors allowed. And nobody could bring you an Xbox or anything like that. No one could like bring me an Xbox. No one could bring me food. N- nothing. It's trash. It's absolute trash. <laughs> I hate but, this pandemic now. <laughs> Two but star she, out of five. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but she was able to drop off my stuff, but she couldn't come back there. And so she had to leave. From there, the new set of doctors came in, and they go, Mr. Harper, do you know what necrotizing fasciitis is? I say no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The that? stuff you put on top of a cupcake. It's, it's, uh... <laughs> and then... no? uh... okay. <laughs> but they go, sir, your your blood work looks like an absolute horror movie. That's flesh eating bacteria. Doesn't this one come from a bug, basically a bug bite or something, something like that? There's nothing official. Uh, there's only 200 cases that happen a year in the United States, period. So that's actually not a lot. Where does it come from? They don't know. How's it getting your leg besides poison poison ivy? That's it. <laughs> That's the thing. That, that was our best guess because uh, it had been raining a lot during that time, and there was a lot of mosquitoes in my backyard, and I did get a couple bites, Crazy. so that was my best guess. I mean, it makes sense. It, it does. So they tell me that, and they go, we're going to have to take you into emergency surgery right now. We're going to intubate you. You will not be awake for two to three days we don't know how much we're going to have to remove we don't know what exactly is going to happen the reason why we're going to intubate you is because you get extremely sick and so to help you to basically show you mercy we knock you out jordan was it the best sleep you ever got or was the fastest sleep you ever got did it seem like you shut your eyes and then open them back up or uh no (laughs) oh see when i got put under that's how it was but mine was only a couple hours too and for a whole different reason. I could tell you that he must have been in several surgeries because he would call me or I would try to call him. And it well, that, would that's be... That's after this, the first initial one. That's the first one. I had, oh, had you a were of, out for three days the first time? Yeah. After the first surgery, you're, you, they intubate you because you get very sick. So you're just out for three days? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yep. It, the times I called you were the times after that. Uh. <laughs> pretty much yeah. i'm just gonna throw this out here after about eight hours of sleep in a 30 year old body i want you to know that i have to take a solid five minutes just just to get up without moaning and groaning and sound alive <laughs> three days wait bro till you're 40 and you can't go eight <laughs> hours because you have to wake up eight times to take a piss there's and no it, way it, bro <laughs> there's no way <laughs> it's tough, I, guess, I guess that would be better yeah. You know those movie those movie scenes whenever like they just like the alarm goes off and they just wake up instantly and just like slap the alarm and get up oh, and start the day. Yeah, there's hilarious. there's no way, bro. There's no way. <laughs> I can't. I have to I have to set my alarm ten minutes early just to get up for that that whole portion right there. That five minutes of just getting ready to get up. So being incubated means that you're not necessarily time traveling, but you're you're you a tube down your throat for your for breathing for you for breathing yeah. and yeah, nourishment. Basically, a induced yeah. coma. Yes, an induced coma. Medically, yes. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And it's basically to show you mercy because a lot of people don't make it past that first part. Did they tell you that before you did it? Uh, they said, uh, I have a high probability of maybe not coming out. Yeah. Really? Yeah. What did you think about that? Oh, <laughs> put me to tears. Uh-huh. Did you call anybody? Uh, I was on the phone with my wife while that was going on. What'd she say? 
she was talking to the surgeon. She was asking questions about like what kind of procedures they're going to be doing. What's the outcome like time wise, all that kind of stuff. I think she was trying to stay strong for me on the phone, to be honest. Yeah. That was one of the hardest conversations I've ever been a part of, uh, period. And so from there, I go into surgery, not knowing if I'm going to wake up ever again. How much time did they give you before you went into surgery? So they told you, and then they put your surgery time. Oh, it's about it's about thirty minutes. Oh, that's horrible. Maybe it's good. Well, they had to hurry because if this gets into your bloodstream and starts attacking your vital organs, that's that's what you're happens. Done. Yeah, you're done. So do that. Get intubated. I flatlined three times, definitely had some experiences. So it wasn't just like closing my eyes and then waking back up. I definitely experienced things. I can't really explain it. Like Grateful Dead things, or are you talking about like, um, <laughs> you talking about you saw the light at the end of the tunnel? Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah the light at the end of the tunnel. Hmm. There's a lot more to it than that. But from there, uh, yeah, I wake up. I'm in this whole other room. <laughs> it's a big room. It's an ICU. And I got this gigantic thing that's like a like a horse rein, like what they chomp down on. Oh yeah, that's kind of kind of like what it was. It's this big T, oh, like a like a futuristic um, Aquaman suit. Kind of, or you know, like when you like uh, what's the movie? I forget. Ah, oh, never mind. Um, Waterworld. Waterworld, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I was still breathing okay. I was breathing on my own, but in about two minutes, about seven people rushed the room. There, they unintubate me. That was so you're horrifying. awake. Yeah, I was awake. And <laughs> this is day one. This is not day this three. Is the, uh, well, this is three days later. Okay, fourth day in the hospital. Uh, they rush in, unintubate me. I then finally checked my leg and was thankful that it was still there. <laughs> And, um, well, partially there. So stayed in ICU for two days, got to call my wife from there, got moved to the emergency floor, to the high risk floor. And basically from that point on, that's when I would go into surgery either every other day or one or two days after they needed to keep making sure that nothing else was going to get infected. And if there anything was looked like it was uh, dying flesh, they had to cut it off. So mm. after... Everything said and done. Uh, the whole front part of my shin was removed as far as the flesh is concerned. About two inches below my knee to about an inch above my ankle. And then the width of my, my calf. Like it, I, I still have my calf and everything. I still got all my ligaments. Thankfully, they, they did an amazing job. They did something very creative. They did an amazing job. Because of the pandemic, normally in a case like mine, they would knock me out to do wound changes. So like when they, I don't go into surgery, but when they go and actually like change all the dressings, all that kind of stuff, I got to do that bedside. And I Why wouldn't they do that? Why would COVID? Because they had uh, ORs shut down. They only had four rooms running out of uh, 15. I see. And And it's emergency only. So a wound change is not an emergency. Now, my debridements are, so I always got into the OR on those. I wanted to say, this is the first time that I ever got to see Jordan, and it wasn't his face. This is where I got to see his leg for the first time that Ryan sent to me. <laughs> Still my screensaver at work. <laughs> gonna, let me interject real fast, Jordan. So the other side of this was not great communication on my family's part, apparently. Or just me being me, I don't, I don't know. It was like, well, he was texting me. I, I was like, eh, okay, he has poison ivy. It, it didn't look like it to me, and didn't really hurt. That poison ivy, it more itches, and it's just a pain in the ass. And then he was like, no, it hurts. I was like, all right. But, and he's like, well, it's a ginger thing. Okay. Well, I'm not ginger. Okay, fair enough. I, if you say so. And then it was. All right. Well, it wasn't that. And I was like, well, yeah, I figured that. But okay, fair enough. What is it? And it was like, oh, it's something to do with this leg. Well, yeah, uh, I saw the pictures. Yeah, it's something to do with this leg. Okay. Like what? We don't know. Nobody knows anything because nobody can talk to anybody at at the hospital except for his wife is talking to him. We'll find out more later. And then it was like, well, looks like it's, we don't know what it is, but he's going to have surgery. Well, not only that, but the cell service there had been terrible too. So like the messages must've been like super, super slow getting in and getting out. Who knows? Because he was in and out of it. And I would, 
I would True. text him. Like I texted him at that point in time, and I didn't get anything back. And I was like, oh, I guess he's fine. My mom didn't say anything, and I, but nobody told me not one time until much later on that it was like a big deal. Like it was uh, literally like, all right, sounds like he needs to get some antibiotics and some surgery. I don't know. And then it was like, oh, well, it's a big deal. I do remember you sending me that picture, and we kind of joked about it because we didn't know it was a big deal. But then, like, the day after that picture, it was like, okay, Jordan actually might, like, actually die from this. Yeah, I, I had like, no idea. Oh, oh, my God. It went from, yeah. like, nothing to something, like, overnight. That's how, that's how the, at least from, from where, and I'm just a friend over here getting information from Ryan. So it was... Definitely yeah, it was very down. strange because I, I, I didn't get good information and it's because I don't seek good information. It's part of my own <laughs> like my own issues. No way. Like I just figured I'd call him, right? So I would call him and then I wouldn't have nothing and he would call me back high as a kite and uh, and be like, well, I'm just glad my leg's there. And I was like, have you seen it? <laughs> <laughs> at that point, I hadn't. At that point, I actually hadn't gotten to look at it yet. I'll go into uh, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't call that a leg, but okay. That's, uh, it looks like, um, it looks like when you don't quite get the skin off of the salmon when you're about to make your salmon. Oh, that's a good way to, yes, that's exactly it's, what it looks it's like. It's kind of there, like the, the, the scaly, the scaly like skinny scaly. stuff is still kind of there. That's what his leg looked like. And it was clearly indented and missing stuff. And it was like, oh, wow. Okay. Like he had something going on so I, I would call him and and he would eventually call back or answer he'd be like i don't know man i just keep going to sleep and waking back up and then he'd be like oh i'm in pain and i'd be like well screw these people like we'll hook it up with the morphine man like what alone well, they've done all the morphine they can oh okay well oh uh, i don't know what to tell you man i'm glad you have your leg i don't know uh and then it would be it would be like uh like you, I'm used to my mom like panicking or whatever. Like nobody really did. It was just because we didn't get to be there. And it was a very because our family will usually come uh, come in full force. We couldn't. So the the the, the COVID had made it where it was. We were all just waiting on Jordan to wake up and tell us. Oh, it's still there. Okay, good. All right. Well, he called back. He's alive. That's good. Now what? We didn't, we didn't know, and we didn't want to bombard his wife. You know what I mean? How many people are going to call you, call his wife all day long if you just bother her? So it, it's like, and I don't know, obviously she couldn't go in. So it, she was probably just sitting around going, okay, like yeah, now what? Me. Yeah. See, that's why you should have had an Xbox there. Because if you did, we could have been talking to you. Wow. <laughs> you should have like just used what? Discord, bro. Let's be honest. It would have been better than <laughs> Could have just kept an eye on you, man. Yeah. It would have been much better. So the but the other side of it was so weird because it was like, all right. And then I would try to tell the story and everybody'd be like, Yeah, okay. Sounds like he had a bad leg injury. Oh yeah, check this out. Oh Ooh, God. Oh, yeah, yep. Where's his leg? Like it's Where's it's weird. It's like they pulled the skin back and it was just a muscle. It was the weirdest thing. I've never no, seen no, no, it. Before. No, that was the skin graph. There was there was nothing underneath there. It That's was bone, wild, bro. It was bone. Yeah, uh, they looked wild. They demuscled them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, anyway, go ahead, Jordan. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, go yeah. Ahead, <laughs> yeah, no worries. So I'll explain the wound changes. Because of the new pain medication protocols and things like that, I had to save back my pain meds for the wound changes. And they would put foam pads and stuff to so soak up all the different stuff. The worst one was uh, I have an incision behind my knee and in between my um, hamstrings. They would Vaseline the foam and then jab it in there real quick Oof. It, that was probably the most painful part of that cycle of wound changes and i learned from there <laughs> hey nurse give me two towels <laughs> <laughs> one to blind myself so that way my mind doesn't play tricks on me and then one to bite down on and by the towards the end of it i would just grip grip the bed the towel over my eyes and then bite down and, and say, let's effing go. The worst one was, then uh, this was my lowest point, is the first wound vac. So every time you, you get to the next uh, stage of healing, the pain gets worse on these types of injuries. 
it was extremely painful going through the actual wound change itself. But during the wound change, I actually saw the wound for the first time. I shattered everything to my core broke because I kind of realized at that point, how am I going to make it back? How am, mm-hmm. how am I going to overcome this? How am I going to do this? Bro, you'd have been RoboCop. I would like put some prosthetics <laughs> on me, bro. <laughs> I'll be better and stronger when I return. Opportunity. <laughs> Opportunity knocking at the door, buddy. Bro, Robo leg. Absolutely. You got to go park in the handicap for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> you get to go in Disney. You, you get to go to the handicap area. Come on, bro. <laughs> My wife you like don't have to, to walk anywhere. You got a wheelchair. You serious? <laughs> you lucky dog. <laughs> um, oh, at that sorry. point, I, I I quivered in pain for about thirteen hours. But during those thirteen hours, I I called my wife bawling. I told her I don't know how many times. I it, it could have been five minutes or twenty minutes of me telling her I'm sorry because uh, I knew what I was about to have to ask from her. At this point, I kind of realized I'm like an infant. People are having to bathe me. It is humiliating having to go to the bathroom, um, having people wipe you is demoralizing completely they 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 really try hard not to make you feel bad about it and having to ask hey can you wipe me but it it sucks all (laughs) for for all parties involved it it sucks i mean tell my son that he has no shame bro what are you talking about (laughs) he's over here like hey dad look you look what i got for you come wipe me (laughs) well not when you're uh 36 no Uh, that's fair Imagine living a life he has, bro. Getting and eat, poop, and play all day, and then everyone's gonna mm. smile when you're around. Come on, yeah, a diaper. <laughs> one of these days, I'll get back in one of those bad boys. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, basically, had some interesting roommates. Finally, got my own room towards the end. Um, went through twelve debridements. The thirteenth surgery was the skin graft. Hold on. You had roommates? Oh, yeah, I did. Why didn't you tell me this, dude? I know how to get rid of roommates. have to be extremely annoying, and nobody will want to be with you, and they will literally make the accommodation for you, bro. (laughs) Come on, man. It it doesn't work like that in a community hospital. (laughs) I promise you it does. I uh, promise you it does. Don't challenge me on this, bro. (laughs) Do not challenge me. I'm just saying, uh, I had some roommates that were in worse situations than I was. I wasn't going to do anything. Yeah, that's fair. I was was in the hospital for a total for three and a half weeks. So the last week, I got my own room. Went through the skin graft. And Hold on. They didn't do this the way they said they were going to do it, but they weren't No, because they couldn't let the rep in because of the pandemic. Yes. Dude, they were going to spray paint his leg on. They were going to spray paint skin on to his leg. I was so excited about this. Isn't it a great like this is the part in history to be in, right? Like (laughs) back in the old days, this was not even possible. You're just like, "Eh, I'm gonna cut the leg off with a saw here. (laughs) So to compare the spray on technique, they would have just had to take like a like an inch, like a square inch off my skin to grow the, the cells and then just spray it on. Well, because they couldn't let the rep in, I waited for three days. And they're just like, okay, are you cool with us doing it the normal way? And I said, sure. What is the normal way? The normal way. So going from, just to give a comparison, instead of a one square inch, now it's about a seven by seven square inch area. And so what they do is they take the very top layer of your skin on my thigh. Okay. Oh. And so that exposes all the nerve endings, which is why it's the most painful part. Uh. Like, this is not kind of like the pain where you stub your toe. This is like constant, consistent pain. Bro, hold on. Stubbing your toe is terrible, especially when it's like surprise at the middle of the night when you're trying to go to the bathroom. Okay, try a giant hole in your <laughs> what, what's, no what's, doubt. <laughs> what's compare? Um, <laughs> but, and then so, from there, they, yeah. they, <laughs> they uh, and they give you like a special bandage and stuff. So what they do is that they take that skin, then lattice it, and then stretch it over the area. And then staple it on. So like Frankenstein it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And and so from there it starts healing itself. And so the picture that you got is at my first doctor's visit five days later. 
after I got out of the hospital. Yeah. Some flesh grew back, all that kind of stuff. When I got to go home, my wife, she straight put a mask on me, said, I'm so happy to see you, and put me in the car. From there, she took me to go see my parents, said hi to them from the car. Bro, the first place I'd want to go is like, go get me a burger, woman. Like, this oh, is, I'll talk like, about I need, that. I need to get out that. of hospital food. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, exactly. <laughs> hospital food's awful. I was only getting about 30, 45 minutes of <sighs> like normal sleep. I can't do it. Oh, that's um, even worse. Yeah, don't they come and poke and prod you all day? <laughs> and I was friends with the charge nurse, too. She told me Spock jokes. I liked her. She was awesome. Nice. Uh, I need to go back and give her a hug at some point. Um, For sure. Because that really helps when you're in that kind of situation. So, yeah, I get to go home. This is why I say get a physical therapy belt. (laughs) Earlier? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because my wife is tiny. If you put two of her, it still doesn't equal one of me. And from this point, she was having to transfer, transfer me in and out of the wheelchair from bed and then also onto the toilet. And she also had to bathe me. My wife was a trooper. 100%. There was no one that was going to take better care of me than her. And she knew what she was doing. So, like, when they were explaining stuff at the doctor's visits, I had no clue what they're talking about. But she did. Is that unnormal for her to bathe you? Because my wife bathed me all the time. Oh, my God. (laughs) Like, it's... Is that that not normal? um, Not not in this manner. I had to get a shower chair. Ryan's Ryan's weekly bath, whether he needs it or not. That's what that is. (laughs) And uh, so also during this time, she was changing my wound daily, being very careful. So so can I ask you, Jordan, where are we at now? From from there, you're home. So three and a half weeks. This is the first week back home. I I slept. I finally got to sleep. That was nice. Yeah. So she was fully taking care of me. But the first day I came back, I ordered me a Domino's pizza. I there will you straight go. up. Thin crust or thick it, crust? Don't disappoint come me. Come on, pizza, bro. What are you doing? I, I don't know. Sometimes I'm, I I'm with, I'm with the Domino's. Domino's, okay? I like <laughs> Domino's, too. Look, look, it's a little mom and pop shop. It's always I around got the it corner from you. It's in every hometown. Yeah. I got it with extra sauce. <laughs> extra toppings. Because, uh, yeah, I've been eating hospital God. food. Like, I had the, I had the, the menu memorized. Ryan, did you ever leave the 80s? You still think that, that Pizza I, Hut I is a, a good place to go? I Stop, bro. Damn, Domino's Pizza. <laughs> I love Pizza Hut. It is my favorite. Uh, there's a couple <laughs> different ones. I can't stand, like, CeCe's, bro. That, uh, I just can't do it. Just go oh, for yeah. the cinnamon rolls. Yeah, it's okay. So, oh, well, hold on. The cinnamon rolls. Yes, I will. I will world. devour those. But their yeah. pizzas, no, they have weird ones like macaroni pizza. Like, come on, don't don't do that. <laughs> I, I don't no. Come on. <laughs> so we finally got good food. That was my first meal that I got. There we go. That was non-hospital food. Obviously, you had to go to the bathroom very soon after. So that was fun. <laughs> but you talking about um, taking a deuce? Oh yeah, bed padding still. No. And she was having to help me get all, on and off the toilet. So I already warned her, like, hey. This is probably going to go down pretty quick. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Is it unnormal for your wife to help you on and off the toilet? Oh, because... my God. <laughs> okay, no. <laughs> no one could go that. into the bathroom after you get done, Ryan, so I don't believe that at all, bro. <laughs> I've been in the same area where you've blown well, one up before. Business, man. I understand yeah. that. There's a reason why your walls are painted white, because no other color is going to sustain <laughs> inside that bathroom, bro. It's going to peel off clean, the walls. Man. Natural. Yeah. <laughs> but after that, she did something very cool uh, for me. Wheeled me into my, my studio, uh, turned on the speakers for me, uh, made sure everything was working, and jam. put my guitar around me and closed the. Yeah, I, you know, I hadn't gotten to play in <laughs> long Like for me, that's like forever. So I sat down and played for to Grateful Dead shows for good three four hours speaking of which if you didn't know jordan is our local artist he did our music for our podcast which i think i've said before but he also has a a spotify channel called terrapin patterns you should go check him out sorry that was shameless it's all good (laughs) so yeah i'll take it (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i don't think we've ever mentioned terrapin patterns on here but go ahead it's all good so from there i am i'm in a wheelchair for the next three months my in-laws were cool enough and got me a uh, a, a Schwinn exercise Damn. bike. 
<laughs> okay. And so because of the the pandemic, uh, well, bikes I had were to in do... like a hard, uh, like gym equipment and like bikes and things like that were in hard to come by pandemic at that point. Oh yeah, everything was at that point. So like I couldn't, I wasn't gonna go to a physical therapy place, so I had to do it myself. I ain't gonna lie. After that kind of that whole story, I probably would too. I just want to stay home at that point. Yeah. And plus everything going on outside. Yeah. And we didn't have to get an in-home in-home nurse because my wife knows what she's doing. So 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 bam. where are we at now? Are we we still got a leg, right? We still got a leg. So now this is the first stage of recovery. I'm in a wheelchair for the ne- next three months. Yeah, I would spend a lot of time. I, I got back into gaming. Like that was during that time. I that's when I met you, Joey, all that kind of stuff. Oh, thank goodness. Uh, yes. <laughs> So that took a long break. made everyone get back into gaming. Yeah, right. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and, and basically, yeah, I had some, obviously I had some time off work and uh, I wrote a lot of music. I uh, was figuring out how to sound engineer, like studio stuff, all that kind of fun stuff that I find fun. Going through there and then having to basically teach myself to walk again. Every day was a struggle to teach myself how to walk. I mean, a big part of it is mental and that, that mental focus of you can, it makes all the difference in the world. Oh, yeah. So we, that was a struggle every day. Every day I would get up, I would do the, the bike. I was progressing. I was now able to transfer myself on and off the bed, on and off the toilet. She still had to help bathe me, <laughs> but it was getting better. He still does, right? I'm not mad. <laughs> I mean, you got to like that. One of y'all wives need to talk to my wife. <laughs> <laughs> then from there, I graduated from a to a walker because I was starting to be able to kind of get it. And then, uh, so I was, yeah, I was on a walker for two months and then a cane for about three weeks. And started. Oh, bro, you I, went you straight know, old man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pimping. pimping uh, cane. Ba- yeah. Ba- basically from there. Uh, I made it to a very rare place of only about eight to ten percent of people that get this infection. Necrophilia. Necro. Necrotizing. Keep going. Keep going. Sound it out. Was it? Necrophilia. That's what it is. Oh no. (laughs) No. Hooked on phonics didn't work for Ryan back in the (laughs) nineties. Necrotizing. I'm gonna go with necrophilia. You got necrophilia. Almost lost your leg. Gotcha. Yep. So for me to be actually still keep my limb and all, mm-hmm. and then actually make a a recovery where I can live a decently normal life, I'm I'm gonna have complications later, but I I still get to drive. I still get to live a normal okay more normal yeah, yeah more normal. Now it's not quite normal because when I wear shorts, I have to wear a, a compression sock because my leg can still swell up at it, you know at any point. I mean. But, Ryan wears compression stuff to jujitsu all the time, so yeah. <laughs> I just walk around my house in it. It's normal, right? <laughs> you got the copper fit on your elbows. And your <laughs> rub when, when, when all go over far. myself first, and then just getting leotards. Oh my god, bro! Love it. <laughs> That's how I game. <laughs> Prepare for the day. My wife was a huge part of my recovery. She's my hero. The real question then is not about your wife. It's about whether or not you got a handicap sticker still or not, because can you park good or not? I want to (laughs) know. If we're going out to an event, are you driving? Is your parking status? (laughs) I I don't have, I don't have that tag. Uh, The holiday season's right around the corner. And I wanted to know your guys' perspective, which pie is the best pie? Just because we have, we're literally going to take a break between season one and season two because of the holidays. Um, I got into an argument with a family member, and they told me that um, apple pie is the goat, and I disagree during this time. It's I not a holiday that, pie. They're full of crap. That's not a that's holiday That's what pie. I said, bro. It's the exact the argument pie. I used. That's There's not no a holiday way. pie. Wrong. It's not. Wrong. No. Joe, you Hold on. right on this one. Yeah, thank you. Uh, see, oh my God, how did that did that hurt, Ryan? Does it say something? It's absolute trash. Apple pie. That's an every occasion is, pie. Uh, yes. Apple yes. pie. Go, it, it, that's a summertime pie. It's an anytime pie. It, that's First of all, shame on you for calling something pie and having fruit in it. Wrong. 
but okay, fair <laughs> enough. Whoa, like, whoa, like, whoa, apple, whoa, pie whoa. Is, apple pie is a thing, so is cherry pie. I get it. There's my line. You just crossed yeah. it yet again, bro. Not a, I'm not a fan of putting fruit in dessert. What about pie or uh, uh, pumpkin pie? That's not a fruit. That's a that's a delicious pie, bro. It is um, one of my favorites. Okay, there you go. Okay, so we can agree. Okay, cherry pie is one of my favorites. It, it, it's oh, let's, just let's rank them. Let's do a dad pack ranking. Ryan, give me your three. Your top three. Go. Um, number one is probably going to be what I call chess pie. I think what other in people the world call, is that. I it's like buttermilk pie, but better. It's a, it's a stick of butter on top of um, <laughs> crust. Stop crust. Yes. Okay. I like that. <laughs> Basically, what it is. <laughs> it's like a pound of sugar, a, like a couple sticks of butter, <laughs> and you put it on top of crust and cook it and call it pie. It, it's amazing. That's, That's my favorite pie. My dad. My my dad actually cooks it the best. He does. My mom. Um, he somehow makes the crust on it. Crispy, which is excellent because it eventually Delicious. gets soggy because yeah. it's basically butter on crust. So <laughs> it's called a chest that, pie. It's called no, well, that's what we call it in the south. I, I think they call chest. it something different. Um, where like no, you know, where other folks come from? So because I I literally shared recipes with somebody and they were like, no, that's a that's a something pie, and I was like, well, that's where you're wrong, buddy. <laughs> I've been eating this my entire life, and it's called chest pie. So oh, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I think it's basically called something different. It's butter on top of crust. It's wonderful. Um, <laughs> then the yep. next is probably going to be um, pumpkin pie. I there love pumpkin pie. It, it is um, amazing. I like to put uh, whipped cream. Blizzard's crash. Whip. Um, yeah, me and Jordan did take a trip one time, and I got the... Um, Dairy Queen pumpkin pie <laughs> blizzard and the idiot. Like I thought it was oh, gonna be like little bro. chunks of pumpkin pie on and like on some maybe pumpkin bro, pie flavored sound, ice cream or something like yeah. that. This idiot that worked there stuck a piece of pie. He took a piece of the pie, shoved it in the ice cream, and shoved it in a little thing that stirs it, and it was just a piece <laughs> of pie in the in the ice cream. And I was like, that's not that's not a blizzard. I think he forgot the ice cream. <laughs> it was horrible. I was like, bro, I I could Jordan ate it for me. I was like, I I can't eat this crap. It, he it wasn't it. good, but I, yeah. <laughs> it was not good. This guy was like high or something. Like he just shoved a piece of pie, and and it, it didn't work. It was not good. But pumpkin pie, Cool Whip, I could always eat it. That's a, that's I could a staple eat an entire for sure. pie. One hundred percent. Love I it. don't need your help. I need. Yes. I just need you to let, go away. Oh, I will destroy for, this myself. Thank you for baking this for me. Walk away. <laughs> I love it. Oh, um, you cannot do that with chess pie. It's too much. But uh, the pumpkin pie, you can. I love it. It's got the perfect texture mix with uh, with uh, like a nice crust. So uh, I love that. And then three is going to be pecan pie. There you go. There you go. Okay. Joey, do we actually agree on something? Oh, my God. Well, number one's different from me, close. but two and three are the same. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty yeah. close, man. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, no, I got you there. Now, it does depend on where you get the, the pecan pie because the pecan stuff in the middle of it can vary, vary from sugar to kind of more tart depending mm -hmm. on where you go. But pecan, normally, the pecan pie is pretty pretty generally the, the, the good one. Uh, so my, my top three, and don't kill me for this. Y'all know I like chocolate, okay? Is a chocolate dream pie that my wife makes, dude. It is this fluffy, oh, yeah. airy, fantastic. It Oh, fantastic. That's my number one. My wife and my mom make it. My, my wife got it from my mom, and then my mom or my wife makes it for me every holiday season. It's only made in the holiday season time. That's my number one. Number two is obviously the, the pumpkin, and number three is a good pecan pie. <laughs> Jordan, wrap it up or uh, uh, clean this part up. What, what do you got? Oh, can I, guess what one? Gonna, can I guess what your number one is? Sure. Kentucky Derby. That's, no, that's Jeremy. Jeremy's. What the that heck? is no. I hate that. <laughs> what is a Kentucky Derby? Isn't that a freaking horse race? Uh, it's also a butter pie, but they mixed it instead of just mixing sugar. They put chocolate what is that with y'all on butter pies, bro? <laughs> no, no, no. Have you looked at me? Uh, you I can love tell butter. I'm <laughs> That's butter fair, makes bro. everything better. <laughs> exactly. Butter's fat. It's good. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> you, you're sticking on top of, you know, cinnamon rolls. It makes it that much better. Oh, it's absolutely. all good. We have discussed that you you Texas folk particularly like to fry butter too. So like I, I get yeah, it. Buddy. <laughs> when someone says I it, we're like I put butter, or I put love into this dish, I made it with love, that means they made it with extra butter. I've learned yeah, a couple this. sticks of butter. Exactly. Done. <laughs> yeah. No, my number one's chess pie, actually. Okay. Uh, same thing. 
My God. Number two. This is the most agreeable podcast we've ever done. <laughs> Number two is pumpkin pie. Okay. Wow. With the cool whip. Here we go. With the cool whip. What number three? Is going this on, is the bro. one. Kumbaya. This is this is where I'm different. Um, yeah, he don't like nuts. No, I don't. That's why I don't like Kentucky Dairy Pie. Oh, um, yeah, you're right. Uh, my number three is Apple Kitchen. Oh, excellent pie. Yeah, I didn't even think about okay. that. Okay. Apple Coochie, so, baby. It's yeah. uh, <laughs> a wonderful Yes, he does call it that every time. <laughs> every mom is very angry with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, Mom, for the Apple Coochie. Huh? This is wonderful. <laughs> a little ice cream on this, huh? Yeah, heat it up. Yeah. Oh, nice warm pie on top. Oh, I love it. Um, I, I ain't going to lie, man. I, and this is obviously the favorite time for a lot of people, but Thanksgiving and the, the pretty much November all the way to December is my favorite time of the year just because of everything. Obviously, the the, the time to changing, that sucks. Uh, that If you have a baby and the time change, it's horrible. I'm, I'm walking that right now, and my son is waking up an hour earlier than he did before, going to sleep an hour later than he did before, and he's all thrown off. So the time change sucks. But everything else is the same. With the fall season, the change in the colors, I love it. The fall weather is fantastic. Pumpkin spice is everywhere you go. I might have a pumpkin spice person, but it's nice. And then you add the turkey and then the the, the staples of, of Thanksgiving and stuff with it. This is, this is, this is I would have to say, my favorite time of year. Uh, yeah, because there's still football on. Oh, bro. No, but th- we're going into the golden time, right? This is when you get NASCAR, uh, football, basketball. You get yeah. like all of it. At, like it's the unicorn of football or of sports. Like you get all of it at one time. I'm, I'm, gonna, I get what I'm going to get want. though. Yeah. I'm going to start watching uh, Bill Walton again. It's going to be great. That's what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, you know. There's that. Uh, so lastly, I just wanted to ask you guys. Now, the, I'm going to go further into this in the season two, but it just just real quick, I wanted y'all's thoughts. I'm getting ready to go into potty training with Carson very soon, and I wanted to ask you guys thoughts. Do you have any uh, advice or thoughts for potty training? Now, I am going to do a potty. We are going to do a potty training episode in season two and kind of break it down. But just real quick, uh, before we go into dad advice, what are y'all's thoughts? What are you thinking? Do you have any advice for me? Uh, please, please keep a diaper on them. Uh, don't let them just run around people's house with no freaking diaper well, taking course. dumps on the floor. What do you think? I'm just going to have a <laughs> butt naked baby running everywhere, bro. There, there are people that do that. Okay, yes. that's not that's not on my agenda, no. No, we um, got like a it, little, we got the little the little seat that you put over the toilet, you know what I mean? And the no, principal, no, no, no. I, what do you mean no? Get the tiny, get the tiny, tiny toilet, put it in the living okay, room. Okay, I, see, I go back and forth. People are telling me some, some because he's a boy, some he needs to see daddy do it. He needs to see daddy pee and, and poop and like understand what that is. Because right now he knows that he's peeing and pooping. The reason I know this is because he goes away. He'll, he'll leave the room and he'll go poop or pee and then he'll come back. So that tells me that he's made the difference in his head that he's doing something. And he only does that whenever he's actually like peeing or pooping. Uh so that's a good sign that he's, he's, I think he's getting ready for potty training or ready for potty training. And then secondly, uh, I'm okay with the, with the little, the little baby thing. The problem is my son is in this phase right now where he wants to pick everything up and run with it. So like we got him like a, like a tackle box or a bucket or something. He just takes it and he just carries it around wherever with him. I am in absolute fear that he's going to poop in that thing and then carry it around with him everywhere he goes. And I don't know what that's going to bring. Right. Um, he's going to know that's disgusting. He's going to know. You think? Oh yeah, it's gonna See, smell I, I, hideous. It doesn't I have, have water. no idea. I've never done this before, bro. So I like anything will help at this point. And I've been honestly, I've been going around just asking people, like, what did you guys do? How'd you guys do it? Uh, one lady told me that for boys, she had a son, and she said that um, she had her husband uh, put a Cheerio into the toilet, and then yeah, have her husband, that. yeah, yeah, pee at the Cheerio, and then so when the boy goes, the little boy goes, you tell him, hey, aim at the Cheerio. And like, kind of make it a game, and they kind of go from there. So that's like a good for for peeing, and then for poop, you just kind of got to go with it. Yeah, I'm In the not Cheerio. A, I mean, any, a any Cheerio kind of game Who for a known? kid yeah. makes it better. I'm sure if you can make it into a game, it's better, I guess, but... bro. I, I can I be honest here. I am in absolute fear right now of what's about to happen. I'm fearing he's going to be poop and pee all over this house, like. He's gonna be tired of a diaper eventually. It won't matter. I think, yeah. Look, I mean, he's he's made a lot of good progress. He's still kind of not. He's getting words and he's imitating a lot now. I can ask like, hey, you know, what sound does a cow make or a chicken or a duck? And he can tell you, blah blah blah. He's still learning his words. He's very intro in that. So I'm hoping between now and then age two, which is February, he goes. He turns two in February, that we can kind of make some progress up. And in this holiday season, I really want to buckle down on some words because I think it would help. Obviously. 
with the potty training because he can get tones now and he kind of knows he kind of knows what I'm saying. And you can say things like high five and he'll just give you a high five. So he knows words. It's just actually getting him to talk is, is kind of been a challenge here lately. So I'm going to try to push on that first and then we're going to go straight into potty training just to kind of help us out. Because if we can get him there, it's going to help us on long term for whenever we have this next baby, right? Or when we try to for this next baby. Yeah, so he'll be a little more self-sufficient. It's always cheaper to have your kid potty trained so you can start with that. The sooner yeah, the right. better. Always. Anytime. Oh, that, and that is true. Yeah. Easier for everything the kids. Is, everything you can is get so the passy out the mouth and the, and, the, and the potty training over with. And it, it it's not like I, every one of my kids was a little bit different. It didn't matter in the end. It really didn't. They, they're going to they're going to have accidents. They're going to, I mean, I still have accidents every now and again. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's happened, I don't, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't take it too serious. I would get them potty trained and, and they're, they're going to want to be um, like, like Ashton was big into just being a big kid. Right. Like, so all you had to do is say, Hey, this is what the big kids do. This is what they do. And they, is there they a difference between boys and girls though here? Like was, where was little mama Ashton took and, forever and, at night. So uh, I'm not trying to embarrass him, but he, the, and I've always heard this boys take forever to learn how to make it through the night. That's both my girls were much faster at that and he was not, but he did figure it out. So it was fine. It's a, it's boys, I guess, take longer. I don't know. It's well, he, oh. he pees in gallons at night. That scares me. When I tell you yeah. we have to put like a size, like he, he's in fours and fives right now, we have to put a size up for where he's at just for him to get overnight just because he pees so much at night. When we go in there, his entire diaper's full from front to back from just the yeah, amount the, of pee that he well, has. The nighttime diapers that are supposed to be for that. Bro, they're whore. Oh, yeah, God. Yeah, they don't I, really look, work. I want, you know what? I don't want to name too many brands or whatever, but I, we've tried a couple ones, but I feel like the regular diapers do just fine. And he, he does fine with them. I know people have different, you know, brands that they like or they don't like and try this and try that one the problem with it is if it doesn't work and you go overnight now you've just made a mess so i just figured hey if it works for you figure it out and then roll with it and then you know try not to deviate too much from it because it's working but the one size up plan has always worked for us and that was one thing that uh yeah that i think we're gonna kind of stick with until until we get to yeah, that right point. i still wouldn't worry about it too much to be honest with you no it's it's like don't give yourself a time frame let, let the kid be a kid for sure. Yeah. And look, I'm not going to try to stress him. I'm just want him as he, cause you know, they say within the first three years, that's when the baby le- or the kid learns the most. So you just want to throw as much as you can at him while he can. And while he's willing to learn and try new things, because you, this kid has no fear, right? He's just going to go and do things as, as he wants to, and then just learn as he goes. Like today we took him to the zoo for the first time and man, it was like first time for everything. Right. So first, first time seeing these animals, first time being around these like large, large groups of other kids. And then just all these different first time experiences. And he just wanted to jump in head first. It was fantastic to see. So I just want to expose him to as much as I can while he's willing to do it. Because you know, when they, become four or five, six, seven. I'm assuming they kind of regress a little bit more and are involved more in what they're trying to do. Yeah. I don't know how the brain works. It supposedly works better than I do. I don't they, know. This is all stuff that I've read. I have, I'm not a professional. Yeah, I'm just, it seems that they just pick up stuff. You always think your kid is extremely brilliant. And the truth is that most kids are just so freaking oh, bright bro. and their brains to, are just moving so fast. Today you solidified to me that Every parent out there is just trying to make it because all of their, everybody had the same body language when their kids would go wild. Everybody had the same like voice and tones when their kids would start acting up. Everybody was just at the same place at the same time. And I'm like, oh my God, all of us, all of us have no idea what we're doing. We're just trying to put our best face on and, and figure this thing out for these kids and have a good time, which I imagine what Disney World's like too. But I will say this, <laughs> there were old people with hover rounds. Or the like the little oh, cool. little car, oh, and they were going Absolutely. wild over at the wait. zoo too, bro. They were acting up, running little kids over. It was crazy. <laughs> I'm like, all oh, right, we'd be proud of these kids over here. <laughs> all these all these these grandparents over here. I don't know what it is with them and them them hover rounds, but they they go crazy. Uh, but all right, this uh, next part of the podcast is the dad advice part of the podcast. To participate in the dad advice part of the podcast, send us a message to our Instagram. It's the Dad Pack Podcast, all one word. Uh, you can send us your stories your questions, whatever you got. I got a really good one this week for you guys. I'm actually excited to read this one because I'm interested to see what you and Jordan say about this. This one comes in from a guy named David, and uh, he kind of sent me a couple sentences here, so stick with me. Uh, (laughs) 
He's kind of funny too. He says, long time listener, first time caller, LOL. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My new, my newly 18 year old son got pulled over for speeding, but also got caught with recreational drugs. And he prefaced weed in the car and got (sighs) a trip to jail. So of course he called his mom first and not me to let us know what happened. I told my wife, we should uh, let him stay overnight to teach him a lesson. Pause. <laughs> Apparently I was wrong. <laughs> and we ended up going and picking him up that night. Uh, my question for the pack is, what are y'all thoughts on the situation? And what would you guys have done in that situation yourselves? Very interesting. Um, you got the 18 year old. <laughs> so let's, let's, well, let's, let's, let's do it so, up. Right. Breath um, gets the gets, she gets pulled over. She got the she got the weed in the car. I'm not. I've got some. We'll just say personal experience. Don't let your kids stay overnight. Get them. Yeah, I'm as with soon you. as freaking possible. Yep. <laughs> Get them out of there. It always sounds good until you actually have experience yeah. or seen. Do not. Oh, yeah, don't do that. I'm, the chances I will say of that. something horrible happening are high. For sure, especially someone this young, and he said newly eighteen year old. So I'm saying within the mm-hmm. first couple of months, yeah, get, go ahead and get your kid out there, suck it up. I know you want to teach your kid a lesson. I'm with Ryan on this one. Get your kid out there as soon as soon as you can. If you can get him out of there now, if this is a reoccurring uh, um, theme, no, well, he said this was the first time. He did say that. Then he, this was get him out of there. This is like the first thing, and I think this is from what I can understand because I didn't read the entire whole narrative. I just kind of put the whole question there. Um, from what I can understand, like this was also within like the first month or two from him having his license as well. So just got He was speeding. Hey, I got the weed going, boy. <laughs> he yeah. was going all in. Now both of those, which is interesting, the the cop was kind of going a little overboard because both of those are, are are ticketable offense depending on how much weed he had in the car. I'm not a police officer, I'm just saying. So uh, I'm with the cop on this one. Let's take it to the extreme at at the cop level and, and let the parent come and get them. Now, now we know what we're doing. Now we realize what this could be and we can learn from it. Is it a good idea to leave your kid in jail? I promise you it's not. I feel like that's the most stereotypical thing a dad could yes. have said there, right? Yes. Like, let's it, teach you, him a um, lesson. Now, hold on. If it was a little, his little girl, I bet you he wouldn't have kept that same energy. I bet you he would have said, we need to get him out of here. And I think, I think that, it needs this to be girl has a better chance in jail than I, I do agree with that. Yes. Son. They get and I don't care if his son's sure. built like a brick house. Just trust me. It's not what you think it is. <laughs> and you get them out of there. It's not a good place. It is, it is predators on predators period. And there's massive experience, whether it's jail or prison, there's experience there. Get them out. They're 18. Yeah. They don't have experience. They are fish. Get them out. I agree. I'm, I'm with Ryan on this one. You, you, I respect your wife, it. I am mad at you. I respect <laughs> it. If, if Stacy gets a call and it's, you know, let's just bump it up to Ashen. Ashen's out there and he got pulled over. Uh, I know what Stacy's going to do. Stacy's going to say, we going to get my baby right now. Yeah, absolutely. That's happening. Yeah. Stacy's going to say that and then you're going to. I don't, her, you know. You think Stacy's going to go the other her. way? I'll ask her for before season it. two and I'll give you a good answer for that. Stacy, it can be very cold-blooded when it comes to stuff like this. She don't want to be messed with, and she doesn't. She does want you to do the right thing. Period. And if you don't, yeah, I think for the effect that the dad's trying to get here, it's going to already happen. A with the with with happening to go to jail, that like the whole car ride, getting put in cuffs, and then going to jail. That's going to have the effect as it is for a normal kid, you know, not not a typical rule breaker, law breaker, you know, someone who's not doing this reoccurringly. And then secondly, like being brought in and hearing the vestibule doors behind you and then having to go being, you know, stripped down and then, you know, answering the 30,000 questions that go along with it and stuff. (laughs) And then you get to make that one phone call and it's just pure emotion. I think, uh, you know, Ryan and I have seen that before, so. I think, that by um, itself is going to make an impression that you're trying to get for the lesson. I guarantee you. Yeah. And, and I'd love to hear what his voice sounded like 
Oh, you know it mama. was cracking, bro. You know it was cracking. Get me out of Bubba Cell, please. Get please. me out of Bubba Cell right now. I, I know that's what it was sounding like. Like, yeah, and that's why he called Mama. He made a wise choice. And I think the best, if I was going to give a suggestion for a punishment, let him pay his fines. You know, Dagum, well, going to jail is it's very expensive. And, you got enough for weed. Yeah. If you make him pay too much, he'll start selling the weed. And we don't want that. We, we want him, <laughs> we want him to get pay some, his some fines. Community service too. You know what I mean? Only do a little community too. service if you can yeah. make him do that. And then the consequences of something bad happening in jail are huge. They're just huge. For sure. Yeah, I'm with Ryan on this one. I would, I, I'm with Mama. I would go, I would go pick my son up if it was Carson. I would go pick him up, and uh, you know, let that experience speak for itself. I think the car ride home, I would be pretty quiet as much as I could be, and kind of just, you know, let the silence speak if that makes sense. And then, uh, you know, we would have to talk about consequences after that, especially if he was still living with us. You know, what, what would be because you know the car's been impounded at that point. You can't keep the car. And then all the fines and stuff that have to go back behind it. And then hopefully you didn't get a felony on top of that. Because if you really got that, then then you're really in trouble. And then we got to do some legal work and blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, yeah. the consequences of action, I think, you know, at 18 years old. I think at 18, I would have understood. And I definitely would have dreaded the, that phone, making that phone call to my parents for sure. Luckily, I never had to do that. So uh, I was very fortunate, you know, because we've all done dumb stuff. So I, I was fortunate. Never, never had to make that call. But. I can only imagine what that's like. Jordan, what are your thoughts here? What, what would you do? Your son calls you, and this is the situation. What do you got going on? Yeah, I'm going to get him. Yeah. You the same thing? Yeah. Especially now. <laughs> now that we said it, it scared you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got I, some I pretty lives, boy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's scary enough going there. So For like, sure. Yeah. Get him out. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a weird experience, especially going, I don't know if you guys have like actually gone to like a county jail or something before. Uh, there's like homeless people living outside of it and it's just a really weird experience. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm with Ryan on this. I think that's, I think that's our answer to you is I think your wife made the right call, dude. I think, uh, I think you did the right thing there, but you know, I get, I get what you were trying to do, David. I'm not, we're not knocking you for sure. There is definitely, that's probably the most stereotypical thing to say and do, but it is what it is. You know, you want your kid to learn. But there are, there are different ways to do that. A real life story just like that. Not with me personally, but we'll, we'll say a friend of the family. Sure. Uh, Not me. The, the son who was at the time, years ago, close to 18 or 19. I think there was a little bit of the wacky weed um, involved in the story. And then mom was pretty upset. I think mom got pushed. And he like left the house. I think Dad called the cops. I was like, well, apparently he has drugs, and apparently, uh, oh, apparently he's on. assaultive to to folks, and and oh, you know, to show him a lesson. And I'm gonna tell you right now, um, the boy called Mama, very apologetic, and very very humble. And and they went and got they went and got him. And he, whatever experience he had there, was not very much of one. But it was enough to make him uh, like a, a different human being now. So it, it's up to your kid at that point in time to take that as a good thing or a bad thing. That's why they call the police one time because it only takes one time to change your perspective. Yeah, no no, going to jail, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Getting that nice uh, slop for dinner. Oh mm. boy! Oh yeah, them, them trays ain't nothing to play with. Or if you get you get food loafed, oof. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's even worse mm. uh, alright guys I think that's going to be the end of the episode that's going to be the end of the season 1 here too we're going to pick up season 2 sometime I think what do you think guys I think it's like late January uh, so follow our social media the Facebook the uh, Instagram uh, we'll be putting out some stuff in between here and then we might be putting out some little sound clips and some uh, extra bonus stuff between now and then uh, but we're going to pick up season 2 around then so we're going to have a new look, some new sounds. It's going to, it's going to be it's a good time, some new guests, uh, some new segments. So until then, you guys have a good holidays. We appreciate all you guys for coming out and listening to us these last couple weeks, these last, what, 20, 23 weeks, 22 weeks that we've been doing this. Thank you guys for all the support, and we'll see you back in Season 2, 2022. Thank you. Bye. Later.